Benfica Podcast is one of the founding members of Benfica Independent. Benfica Independent is an independent platform made by fans for fans. And in it, you can find opinion articles, podcasts, including ours truly, and also modalidades, if you will. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent. Uh, where you can get merch, you can sign to get exclusive content and share your Benfiquism. Calma de quem é grande, maior que os maiores. É uma paixão que eu estou explicando. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser o Benfica. Eu sinto o que é ser o Benfica. Mas de facto uma paixão. E as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente. Aqui não há nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão. Ser Benfica. Até à morte. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Talking to the Doll Benfica podcast. My name is Alfredo Fumaças. With you always, every week, bringing you the latest on Benfica. With me as always, Cristiano Oliveira. Cristiano, como é que é, amigo? Tudo bem? Como é que é, malta? Tudo bem? Tu rijo, Alfredo? Estás bem hoje, ok, pá? Tudo bem, man. We're down. Just, uh... just the thought of there's only three games left. It's got me excited. So that means we have, including today, four more podcasts for this magnificent at, at least, 2022 season. At least, what, we're going to do more? At least four. Or am I not a falar, pá? Unless JJ's coming back. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's not coming back? Uh, so I don't think so. so I don't no think so. Podcast on the, no, but on the yeah, we'll we'll have we'll have three plus the one to buy, sell, or keep. Right, oh, so no, four was, more and in, five, including today. Loan, sell, or keep. Tut Polish. <laughs> yeah. When we're done with that segment, there won't be any players left. You know how us here in North America, I don't know about Europe, so I apologize. But in North America, you got Mega Olish Grande, the big garbage day. Yeah. Right, once a month or the big uh, garbage. As Aquila in, in, in the truck comes and they pick everything up, that's what we're going to do. We're going to put the whole roster to La Fora. Shout yeah. out. It's well, not going to be not, pretty, man. Not Darwin, though. We got to cash in on that. Too. It's not going to be pretty. No, it's not. Well, Darwin might be a sell, right? That's what I'm saying. Because but if can, we need to supplement, but that's why you can't throw that, can't throw them in the garbage. You got to cash in that ticket you, before you throw out the garbage. Well, the thing is that you're going to get rid of so many players that you're going to need money to to replace those players. So the thing is that we're going to need Darwin. We're going to need Darwin it. to supplement that uh, those acquisitions. I don't know because all the rumors lately, the French, the, the whatever, the, the left back that plays in France, but these are all guys they're on free. So I don't know if we're going to need money after all. We're looking to sign players that are free, that are out of contract. What other? There's a reason why they're out of contract, ladies and gentlemen. But what? What can you say? Man, say not the Yeah, there's, there's, uh, you know, that that rumor mill has already started. So we we know um, how many guys are going to be uh, uh, attached to Benfica that are not really going to come. I have together. a quick fix for that though. What's that? Just throw everybody in the garbage except Darwin. Now we got to <laughs> we gotta cash in. Throw everybody in the garbage and just promote their U19 team. Who had a phenomenal, finally, Benfica has finally won. Don't get people excited. That's a fact. Benfica's finally won a European yeah, Cup. You're just saying, let's use the U19. <laughs> I know that's I know that's not you. I was know that's any, not any, you talking. Any, wait, where are the Freddies at? we have anybody in the chat? Yeah, the Freddies are here. Sheik Marceline was the first What's one up, to get here. You gotta say hello to the for Freddies. No Dave. Yeah, we, we, was Dave, we, Dave decided to ditch us. That's right. To go watch baseball. 
Dave's watching the Blue Jays. I mean, if it was the Yankees, Eddie, but the Blue Jays and the Red Sox, I mean, for Hey, when you live in Canada, that's that's your Yankees, the Blue Jays. It is, it is. But, Dave, I miss you, brother. Hope you're having fun. And for today only, right, let's go Blue Jays because anytime anybody plays the Red Sox, (laughs) so let's go Blue Jays. But uh, welcome to all the the Freddy. I was going to say all the Sheikers. Welcome to all the Freddies. Yeah, we got Uh, uh, Furioso Boxing. Uh, Chico Marcelino, Hugo Brito, José Araújo, Timo, uh, same same guys and, and some other guys. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> You're by yourself, bro. You get, to see, you get to see my I'm ear. I'm by myself? You get to see my ear. What's going on over here? I, I don't I, know. Is, Check. Guys, is, is, is the video of Freddy's? Obviously not. What about now? I just changed it. See if it changes back. Boys. We can't see oh, Cristiano. Yeah, that's what he there, said. Cristiano's here. Don't worry about it. Oh, you're right. But what the fuck? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, wait. Oh, man. I need my JJ face. You need your JJ face. Oh, there face. I am. I'm in there. Hola. Oh, she, thank you for uh, pointing it out. You're the only one, bro. You uh, you get a Benfica podcast signed T-shirt for being the only guy that actually wants to see me on frame. Um, but yeah, Alfredo. Yeah, so so, you great? Okay, how much you think? The, eh, papa, eh, fuck it, eh. Who else? Let me see. Today we're gonna do a little something different. How about that? I know it's you run the show, but today I wanna I wanna dictate. Let's do it. Let's do it. Today, rather than talk about the thrilling, <laughs> the thrilling uh, encounter on Saturday at the study the loose, I, I say we just kick back and, and let's listen to the Freddies. Freddies, put up your questions. Yeah. Let's go, Sheik Marcelino. My man's always ready. Ugrito, we're gonna get to you. José Araújo. Let's... Virginia. Yeah, I'm going to go to Virginia next Friday, by the way. Uh, I'm going to be in Virginia middle of May, Alexandria. Um, so, Am I going to Alexandria? I don't no, know where the hell no. I'm going. You're, you're back to being alone. I'm back to being alone here. But on, the, on YouTube, both of us. It's <laughs> so strange. <laughs> Just, just throw a little bit of a, uh, of a, uh, of a loop for us. Paulo's producer. The producer's not here. We're, we're screwed. And then the casa dos mortos acting like he's setting up a film piece in Rollway doesn't come support us on a bio. Pois aí está tudo amartelado. Hugo Brito is asking, how much do you guys think Darwin will actually sell for? I, I don't. I think that uh, nothing under eighty. Nah, aquilo vai ser. I would say. Darwin, mas peraí, é o Darwin deste ano ou o do ano passado fazia chorar? Não, got to be this year. This year, this year. Fazia chorar. Agora também faz chorar. Olha, produzes and I'm listening, seu caralho. Yeah, pá, instead of being here and working, you're listening. Yeah, yeah, you could have been here listening. Um, epá, Darwin's going to go, I say, north of 90. Yeah. I think maybe 80 with some objectives or some trade. Let's let's think this through, right? Um, I've read a f- couple things. I've read on ESPN or Bleacher <laughs> Report, whatever, uh, that they were saying that Liverpool's already tied them up. That was that was uh, it was uh, Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated. Sorry, Sports, Sports Illustrated. Illustrated is the one that put out that rumor. Um, and I, it wasn't me that gave it to him, guys. Just so you know. Yeah, I th- I think that uh, maybe we're we're gonna be be smart. Sell Darwin and uh, maybe grab a player. I know. Look, here you mean an exchange. 
So you're going to yeah. get like kind of. So for those of you at home wondering what the hell Alfredo's trying to say, I'll piece it together. Think of Ruben Diaz plus another guy. I think that kind of like that type of deal. What we got with the Mendy? But then they said we yeah. bought 15 million, which was all BS. We, we could even go f- further back um, when we got Matich. Matich, no, no. we got on the Div- David, David Luiz. Luiz. But don't don't go to Leo. any of the Simon Sabros, the Atletico, because we're. <laughs> no, I'm still no yet deals, to see those no players. with Atletico. Remember? Atletico, no, two no, players no. to be named later. When they meant later, guys, they weren't messing around. They meant later because it's been years. Yeah. I'm, but, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking 80 and above. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think it's going to be... Not, nothing less. I, no, I say north of 90. They're going to get north of 90. Um, it depends what club they, you know, he's going to go to. But I, I don't I don't think Bifig is going to want players in return because I think Bifig is going to want to maximize the value. They're going to want to maximize their buck. So in order to get the most money, you don't take back players. So yeah, that's, but if, that's the, what ta- if the talent is there... Yeah, but again, it's not just about the talent. It's about Benfica, I think, really... Because, look... It's going to be another year without any connect domestically, right? Mm. It's going to be another year that we're going to go. We have to, you know, go through the whole playoff system of, of, you know, Champions League and whatever. So there's no guarantees that you're even going to make it to the Champions League, right? Absolutely not. Exactly. So therefore, Alfredo, they're going to want Epos Libros. They got to leave it out of the books. Yeah. The money. So I think Benfica, look, obviously, if, you know, Liverpool wants to sit there <clears throat> and offer you what I'm just being facetious, but oh, Mo Salah plus 50. You're not going to say no. Right. <laughs> but obviously that's not going to happen. So I, I think Benfica is going to want to maximize their value because they need that money to balance their books as well. Remember that. That's yeah. Big. So I get that. And look, the question is, we we have we're privileged. You know, we, we, we speak to a lot of Benfica um Benfica fans, uh, you know, around the world, and, and and you know, it's it's a highlight for us. I absolutely yeah. adore it. But one yeah. thing is, you get very different opinions and views from different people. And one of the opinions that that, that we've gotten lately is, you know, from a group of friends of ours, and like you get somebody like Juan Gonzalez, right, part of the Benfica FM. Yeah. And one of the groups, he's always saying, no, Benfica should sell everybody that they have to everybody on the roster, but Darwin, keep uh, Darwin maximize his potential, let him go to the World Cup, and then get their value even higher. And its he's not crazy about that. I don't think he's absolutely crazy about that. But here's the problem. I think Benfica right now has a ticket that is ready to be cashed in, right? Yeah. Darwin is a guy that last year picked up a knee injury, right? He didn't have the best of seasons last year. Right now, I think he's at the top of his game. I think his, his value is maxed out. Could you possibly, you know, make it make him look even better and possibly make an additional ten million the following year? But is it is it is it worth the gamble? Is it worth the risk? I think right now you take the money because again, he's already picked up a knee injury. So who's to say he doesn't pick up another one, a more severe one, and then we get another Montoras on our hands? He drop and his value drops. Absolutely. So look, I don't think Juan was crazy. But I think right now that ticket is ready to be cashed in. You just cash yeah. it in, bro. And and I I agree with you with the, with the fact that we have to balance the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I am somewhat worried in terms of attracting talent because um, there's a lot of players that will look to play in Europe. And if Befica is not going to be in a Champions League, remember we have to play two games before we can make it to the group stage. If we finish the way we are now. Um, I'm not worried about so much second place, but I'm I'm a little bit worried about the fact that we got 
Braga on our tail. There's nine games left, and uh, not nine games. There's nine points left to to dispute, and they're you know obviously, and, and Braga is nine points away from us. But I think we'll secure third place. But there's a lot of times that you see some hesitation in terms of players um, on whether or not they should sign for a club that is not guaranteed to be in Europe. Well, those players are the guys that you want. Those are the the guys you want, want, the big difference maker guys. Now, there's plenty of other guys, you know. Somebody asked about Al Muzrati. Uh, look, I wish Benfica would All do day. everything they can to go after a guy like that. So a guy, Al Muzrati, Evraga, he's a guy that we know that you pencil him into the starting lineup and he's going to give you 30, 35 games, whatever at maximum effort he's going to do his job. We all know that he's going to have an easy time adapting to the Portuguese football. He's been there. He's lived it. So I think that is a perfect signing. So that type of guy you can get. So I'm not trying to shit on him. Yeah, obviously he's a guy that we all want, but I'm talking about the big names, the sexy names on the paper, yeah. the guys that are going to sell are, tickets, the guys that are going to put but, butts in the seats. But guys that are just come straight up starters. Yeah, those guys not even going to be fighting for positions. Yeah. They're good enough to make the to make the team and make it uh, an immediate impact. Yeah, and those um, guys are going to be the interesting magnitude. We got we got the guys with the weirdest names. Magnitude, reigning entertainment, Barbarossa. Magnitude is asking if you would take eighty mil plus Samikas. Uh, would it be a good deal for Darwin? Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, look, that, that that's right. I, I said north of 90, and that wasn't including any players. So I think 80 plus to me, I think, yeah, I think it's a good deal. I think Benfica would absolutely take it, but I, I do think Benfica is going to try to maximize and push as close to 100 as possible. That's what I think. I, I believe so. Yeah. 22 years old, tore up the Champions League, scored in every single game. It, well, every single game, meaning against the big clubs, right? He's a guy that right now his stock has risen to an unbelievable height. I think Benfica will do everything they can. And, and you know, you guys see my boy Boris saying 50, Boris, that's passat, pa. 50, nem puterapa, nem se seita puterapa. No, I'm joking. But no, it's going to be, I think it's going to be closer to 100. And you'll see. I have, I've been told it's, it's around those numbers. Yeah, I think eight, not less than eighty for sure. Um, Fabs, but, good morning, Pa. Yep, uh, says it. Okay. Yeah, but uh, he, the thing is that I think that Benfica isn't in such a, a dire need to balance the books because they've had a good Champions League campaign and they got the big yeah, golden goose egg. No, not really though. So I'm they won't of. have to sell a lot of players to balance the books. No, you, unfortunately, uh, it, it, that's in the perfect world but unfortunately you'd be mistaken believe it or not you make all you made is an additional 10 million for for making to the next round right you no know, yeah you do it, that's all 60, it was i think no, it was 60 plus above. another 10 yes but you don't make that big bucks television wise that's what i'm talking so you have a team like villarreal we're still in it right but let's just say villarreal got knocked out at the same phase at the quarterfinal Let's say they lost to Bayern Munich. They obviously beat them. Congratulations to them. They moved on. But let's just say, let's play this through. Let's say they had lost, right? They made it as far as Benfica did. They'll get like 30 or 40 million more than Benfica would have gotten because of the TV deal. Right. That's what I'm talking about. So when you're thinking about the big bucks, the big bonanza, Benfica isn't getting that, unfortunately, because Portuguese teams, they're they're coming in as the sixth. But in terms of the, the purse that we've gotten from Champions League play, this is the most we've gotten... Probably in a while. 
right? Because the 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 the, yes. the prices have gone up, yes, 100%. right? And even though we've made it to the round of eight, the yeah, and the now victories went before. from being one point five mil to three mil draws right. from eight hundred, seven hundred to one point five. So I mean, they've made. They've made a lot more money than they made in previous Champions Leagues, without a shadow of a doubt. But now, Alfredo, I don't think it's enough to balance the books. I do think Benfica still needs to... No, it's not... I'm not saying it's enough to balance the books, but you won't have to sell as many players. If you sell Darwin with the Champions League money, you're not that in in bad of a position. You're not. And then you got Grimaldo money also coming in. That's going to be like 15 mil. Still money. 10 to 15 mil. Still money. He's gone already. Still and it's money that, yeah, Grimaldo's a, a done deal from what we hear. Yeah, it's a done deal. Um, um, Look, here's the thing. It depends how much and what promises they've made the new coach. And it depends what the new coach is going to want. Looks at and says, okay, this is, I'll keep it. Look, I, I think, I think, I think if our producer was ever to be show up, right? To, to our studio, we'd ask our producer to email Roger Schmidt and say he could come and sit with us. On that episode, buy keep sell, because he'd be a perfect guest. He sure would. Roger, what's up? Buy keep sell. But then he would just he would just give too much. Um, <laughs> but I I, I, I kind of see um, Schmidt as as a contractor that you have come over your house and look at a couple rooms and said, I need to remodel this. And you're thinking it's not going to be a lot. And then he looks at it. Well, we got to tear this shit down. This got to be go to the studs. This shit's leaning. There's water damage. (laughs) There's a lot of mold. I'm sorry, but the ten thousand that you're budgeted, you're more like fifty thousand now. So ten thousand at Paporta. So we we have to, uh, yeah, we have cognitive. Like Cristiano said, we don't know. But if you bring in a coach, right? You all you you want to give him the best conditions that he can to succeed. And granted, the first year is always tough. Different language, different football, uh, different league. The first year is always going to be tough for Roger Schmidt, but uh, he's going to, he's not going to, he needs eggs to make omelet. Normalmente. <laughs> now, now you got all these, these fake foods. No, sabe. No, sabe. But yeah, normally in my world, you need eggs to make omelets. Yeah, we don't know. I'm sure he's already looked at the roster and he said, I need at least this guy for this position, or I, I need a guy for this position, a guy for this position, I need another guy for this position. And trust me, that list is going to be long. It is. And and, and, and for those of you that are listening, make sure you tune in to Buy, Keep, and Sell, or Loan, right? Buy, Keep, yeah. and Sell, Loan. Uh, but it, it, that this is you know one of those topics for, for, for the conversation later on, but we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But, yeah, I, I think that there is <laughs> – there are very few guys, let's just say regulars, there are very few regulars from this season who are going to play a huge role next season. And there's a possibility. You, you mentioned, you know, Grimaldi. You didn't even mention Rafa, the possibility of Rafa. What's his situation? I, um, I don't mention. I didn't mention it because I don't want to jinx it. Because no, I really hope it happens. Because the one thing about <laughs> Rafa, the one thing about Rafa is this. He, what is he, 27 already or something like that? Benfica... The possibility of Benfica, you know, cashing in that ticket, it's the window is closing. Yeah. The window's closing on Rafa. And they're, they're not going to get as much money exactly. as they think exactly. because of his well, age. Not just that, but he's never really evolved into what we all expected him to be. No European experience in he's terms of He's never really abroad. gotten to that level because of his consistency. The dude, when he's on, he's a phenomenal player at Benfica. 
But then he goes through huge stretches of the season where he goes absolutely, I don't know, he goes, I don't know, he goes to, takes walks on the beach with, uh, <laughs> with his dog. Vieta. No, Vieta, remember, he went to walks, him and <laughs> Rui Vitoria. Uh, maybe that's what he's doing with his time. But due to the fact that he's never really hit the heights that we all expected him to, I mean, this summer might be the last chance that Benfica really has to get anything of 20, 25 mil from. They spent 16. Yeah. Right. And he's he's been around for a while. He's obviously had a hand in, in, in a lot of success. But I, I just think that due to his inconsistency, you see the guy we talked about here on the podcast. He's never happy. There's got to be a message behind that. He's he would have been snapped by now. I mean, the amount of guys that scout Benfica player Benfica games, he would have been snapped by now if there was if they knew that there was a, a guy a, more of a complete package there. And they I think that unfortunately Rafa is a one trick pony is a guy that's speedy. He's got a close explosiveness off the dribble, but when he goes into that final third, his decisions aren't the best. Yeah. Well, this season at the beginning of the season, he actually put those decisions together, which left us all shocked here. Like what the hell what <laughs> a couple is this? Times. He did. He did. Uh, so, so again, that's another player that we have to, we have to take into consideration. Vlaco Dean was another guy. I mean, if you get 10, 15 mil for him. So it just depends on how many guys they're going to want to sell. Yeah. Brun Bars is asking how much, uh, is Grimmy going for? I just told you 10 to 15. Yeah. I, 15, I, I, I agree with like that. that because it's, I think his contract expires after next season. Yeah. I agree uh, with that. So I don't think they have much leverage there. So he's gone. He's probably uh, making a nice buck also because yeah, yeah. he's been there for a bit. Yeah. Anything uh, I wanted to answer to uh, Boris. Boris was asking about um, how much did Porto sell Diaz to, to Liverpool. Well, I didn't for. want to answer that. It was 60 mil, but then after all commissions, whatever, Porto got like 25 or 30 mil. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm not even joking. After Porto all got a bag of balls. Porto, Porto didn't make it. I think it was 60 mil. And then after commissions, they if they were lucky if they made even half. Yeah, Porto got a bag of balls and, and yeah. some, some new balance gear. From Liverpool, you know, and credit to him, he's gone there, he's adapted well, and, and, and he had a phenomenal. And it's you know, obviously, we don't talk about that club here on the podcast, and we don't like to praise him a lot. But the dude this year was at another level, bro. He even with oh, the yeah. national team, he was he's, he is, he was he has clearly stepped it up, and yeah. he was clearly the best player in Portugal the first half of the season. Yeah. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, for sure. And for so, sure. like, you know, we talk about us dealing with COVIDs and dealing with this and dealing with injuries, and they lost their best player. and you know, and well, I can't say the best player is the referee normally, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know they lost they lost a very important player, and somehow, some way, they're still up there. So Benfica yeah. just needs to uh, to get their ship together. Oh yeah, more than the ship. Let's take some more questions here from uh, the Freddies. Freddies, those of you that are tuning in right now, Alfredo and I made the. The, the technical decision, administrative decision here on the podcast today to look rather than us bore you with family count stats. We'll still we'll still we'll still talk a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we tied zero zero. Nice. Okay, good. But Tied the loose, we we want to have a little bit more interaction with. We got uh, shut out for the first time in I don't know how many years or months or weeks, and and maybe now people could stop harassing me uh, on Twitter and social media about bringing back uh, Nelson Vries. Maybe. Jesus, man! Yes. How can you? Uh, so how can you think that uh, you could? This man could possibly have a shot to continue at, at Benfica's helm. No chance. We're man. taking questions, uh, but look, no chance. Stupid questions from people like Bruno Barros will just be ignored. All right. Let's see, how much do you guys uh, miss not having your producer in studio? Obviously, not a lot because we're still doing it. Yeah, not missing. 
shows going on yeah even though on the screen there's one angle and then on youtube there's another <laughs> angle hey we don't know what's going on but it's working all right <laughs> it's working the sounds good it's we're, we're on here the sounds good that's all that matters that's it that's, that's it. all that matters um but anyway we'll uh we'll get into more questions as they they come they come through um we really don't need to talk about family Co. um <laughs> But but we can for a Yo, little bit. The gynecologist just showed up. Carlos. Carlos. The doctor. Carlos wants to promote the whole How team. U nineteen, U seventeen. We'll get there. I haven't even mentioned what what's yeah, on top. Yeah, we won the game. That's what I was trying to say to you. Before. No, but before that, I just wanted to say we broke, we broke the spell, bro. Hopefully this now. Ah, you don't you don't seriously believe that shit, do you? What the spell? Yeah, bro. To my count, it's nine European finals lost in a row when you include Europa League. I don't think such thing 83, exists. 87, there, there's proof, 90. But there's already, there's proof. There's two there's previous a, to that. There's a there's letter five. from Goodman saying that he was, that he was joking. Then he hopes that Benfica wins a lot of titles. See, afterwards. See. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, look, I, I, like, yo, I, I don't. I didn't mean to punch you in the face. I was I joking. <laughs> but then you got a black eye, you know, like I can't take it back. Bro. It's nine European finals when you include Europa League and Champions League. Nine since the guy threw out that gibberish. You don't think you think it was just we sucks? Yeah. I mean, we 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 outplayed Chelsea and we lost in the late winter by Ivanovic. I think was his name. I forget his name now. No, the, the, yeah, Ivanovic. Ivanovic header. On a, on a corner kick. Nelson Vrissin wasn't our special teams coach then, was he? No. <laughs> I was going to say, the guy hasn't been good for a long time. Then the next year, we absolutely we had, demolished Sevilla. Yeah. And, and Beth was like, the dude standing on top of the six and the referee. some way, referee somehow. curse, not a Bello Gutman curse. No, it's Gutman. Gutman. Who guys? <laughs> Gutman. Gutman was behind him, pushing him. I think Bella. I think Bella has a lot to do with that. Yeah. So there's something, bro, we sold our soul to the devil at some point. It has to be. It can't nine in a row, bro. But his, I don't believe in like you know, oh, it's was, a coincidence. I was actually listening to uh, listening to uh, FM today. I usually don't listen to FM until after our podcast. But I was listening to, uh, to FM and and Bakito had brought a a good point that uh, the the Red Sox had the Babe Ruth curse at some point, and they broke it. The goat. No, the goat, Billy the goat was the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, the rest, it took them like 80. It took them a while. <laughs> well, it took them a, well, 60. We're 80. We're 80 in from no. the 60s. We're eight. No, 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 look, um, I, I think that I want to, we'll, we'll talk about the kids in a little I bit. I want to believe it. I want to believe the fact I that I want to believe it because look, we lost it at the senior level. This is our fourth trip to the finals. We lost three previous times. You know, we took a monkey off our back. I want, this was the end of the spell. Yeah, the thing is that um, this was it. Once we make it that far, um, and let's say we make it to the finals, now it's it's a point of conversation. Now the 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 curse, and heading into the game, and in the players' minds. And I know that's probably not something Bro, half heavily. Half of these players aren't Benfica's. They don't even <laughs> they know. They don't even know Bella Goopman is. <laughs> you think, think Luizão's taking them around? Que cara, tá vendo aqui essa copa? Faz tempo, cara. Tá aí um curse em cima da gente. Tá aí um curse. It was a curse. spell. We we a spell. We we built a. Tem um voodoo. We a spell em cima da gente. Is a spell. Um, but we built a statue to the guy uh, at one of the doors of the stadium. What guy? 
Gugman. We didn't. Oh, we built a statue yeah. inside. I thought you said to the it's door. inside. Yeah, the, the, you know, by the eighteen. When you go into, he, he, he's the sitting there and he's yeah, holding both of his. He's holding both. Obviously, you know. Why he's doing one of these? Yeah. <laughs> For, um, look, if you're a coach and you won back-to-back Champions League, obviously you 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 deserve to be immortalized, in my opinion. Right, especially when they're the only two. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like we got any more. It, it's digging more and more importance. But look, I think that we'll get into the kids in a little bit. Uh, but but yeah, I I don't personally believe in that. But um, magnitude is saying players that should be sold: Grimaldo, Rafa, Pizzi, Tarapt, Andre Almeida, Seferovic, and more. Who said that magnitude. Magnitude. I'm gonna put you in timeout. Magnitude. Well, he, no, no. You should not, know not, that not for the reasons that you're thinking. <laughs> okay. No, then, go ahead. Because in magnitude, whatever you're smoking, brother, share some with me. Because if you think you're actually gonna get anything from Andre Almeida, that's some good shit you're smoking. Ah, send Andre Almeida to give my eyes. And who's gonna pay you for? Or, or Braga. But, uh, no, you can send them where, but who's gonna ah, pay? Send them away. But that's not selling. Ah, but send them away anyway. It's like a throw-in. Yeah, you pay half a salary. Like two, take one. Probably making a, a a good buck Andre? Uh, in terms of the salary. He's not the highest player. I think Feigl is the highest. Andre, Andre is, is, I've seen that list, but I don't Andre, recall where. Andre's kicking around a milli. I don't recall where where Almeida was. A milli for him. I, I agree, man. Grimaldo. We know Grimaldo is going to be gone. Rafa has been 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 talked about. Uh, PT. I, I don't know. I just don't think that Roger Smith is going to tolerate PT's attitude and approach. Um, I, I don't know, but look, I think that Tarapt is a guy that divides a lot of opinions. But the truth of the matter is that Benfica currently on their roster, they don't have anybody with with Tarapt's qualities in terms of pushing the ball, find in terms of finding a, a lane or a pass that other people don't see. It. Andre Almeida, I don't know, man. We have to get a good right back. I'll take a good right back and Gilberto as the as the reserve rather than Andre Almeida. Diogo Gonçalves can go. Uh Lazaro can go. Uh who else? Who else is who else played right back for us this year? Lazaro. Yeah, Lazaro. Randonjic. Randonjic. Yeah, he Whatever played. His name is Andre Almeida can go. Seferovic can go. Seferovic was ready to go a couple seasons ago. I don't know why. Of, in terms of Tarapt, I do think. I do think the new. I mean, you have to get younger at that position. And forget about younger. You have to fortify that because we don't. We currently don't have a player to serve that role, and especially when you're trying to play, you know, a four-four-two, or you need a a playmaking midfielder. You really don't have that type of guy on the roster. So I do think that's one of the key positions that they will try to fortify. Now, I think that up could very well be playing in the MLS next season. I think that I think he that's will. the only move where we would. I see just don't Tarap, understand. Uh, I will Tarap, never. No. I don't want to talk about that up anymore. I've talked about him for five years now. Um, been his biggest cheerleader, and a lot of times I do it messing around with you guys. But a lot of times, you know, I, I, I do feel that he does get some undeserved um, criticism. I think he gets judged unlike any other player on the roster. Um, but he's got his. He's got his. Obviously, he's got his his positives, right? And he's got his uh, his faults as well. Um, yeah. But I think over the last couple of years, he's not really played in a position where he's most comfortable. And I think I tip my cap my, my cap to a guy like that who has been his whole career a player that in a free role, play up top, don't track back. And all of a sudden, you can criticize Adel Trapp for many things, but you can't criticize him for his work ethic on the field. And 
when I see other players on the field getting standing ovations from the crowd and you guys on the Twitter world and social media world, you know, applauding other guys for running all day and the effort that they put in. And then you, you ter- totally ignore that when a Delta Rapp puts in the shift. And I just think it's selective. I think, you know, you guys are being unfair. And, and I'm a guy that's come on this podcast over the years and I've ragged on a lot of guys. I've also praised a lot of guys. But even the guys that I've ragged on, when they do well, I, they do well. Yeah. I'd say, hey, look, I, I, I'm I'm not a Darwin guy. Never been a Darwin guy since day one. I'm happy as hell that he's doing his thing. And, and I don't come here and tell you, well, yeah, he scores two goals. But look, the guy completed two out of 15 passes. He still turns the ball over way too much. He yeah. had another three sitters. I mean, I can pinpoint to all that, but I choose not to do it because, look, let's look at the positives. Where I feel that a lot of people just don't, regardless of what the guy does, they they don't even mention them. No. They don't even mention them. No. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And so I think it's that's unfair. Do you uh Jose Rouge is asking, do you guys think we should uh, bring Jota back from Celtic? I, I don't know us. if we can, man. It's not. He's they they have a buy, they have an option. They have an seven point five million dollar option at the end of the season. That it, they could, that and they here's could. what I read today that Fulham is interested in him. But here's here's yeah, here's what Celtic is going to do. They'll do they'll do what Roma did with Brian Cristante. They trigger the option. No, Atalanta. I'm sorry. Was it a, it was Atalanta? Yeah. Atalanta triggered the option to Brian Cristante for like four and a half mil and then wound up turning around selling for yep. 30 million to Roma. And that's what happened. That's what's gonna happen to with much Jordan. of the dismay of uh, you know, Celtic fans. You know who didn't that happen with? Who? Tiago Dante. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tiago, but Tiago Dantes doesn't have uh, he, doesn't have a, a clause. He, no, he did it. They returned him. Oh, already. um, remember when he, when went, he to went to Bayern? Bayern. Everybody, he, he was, was, I think he was a pet project. He's still being a pet project. But credit to him, he grabbed his uh, his uh, he, his, he, uh, he plays for Tondela. His Berlin's the Sporting East. Yeah, which, he, he <laughs> plays at Tondela, and and that's where you need to kind of yeah, yeah. evolve. Yeah, of course. At um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it's up. Like Chris said, I don't think it's up to uh, yeah, Jovic to too. Him. Like Fabs mentioned with uh, Frankfurt, uh, Eintracht, whatever. I can never pronounce. Yeah, that's exactly that. right. Another one. They had, they had a very low clause. They picked it up. Just said thank you very much, and then turned around and sold them for a boatload of money to, to Madrid. So yeah, I think Jota is. I, I don't even, I don't even consider Jota. To me, he's not even on my list. He's, he's lost I don't when think we he's added that clause. That's what I mean. Lost That's what I mean. I don't think, I don't think he. Uh, not really. I mean, I'm afraid there's been plenty of guys that me think have loaned out over the years and and they've become flops you know what i mean so this is a guy that went to valladolid and had a tough time getting on the field if he is just at the time like you look you know he's got all the talent in the world but some way somehow he's not able to put it together and they figured it just eh, yeah and a half is good but now he's having a really good seat but for those of you that are going google goggle remember also it's in a very very not being kind subpar league too call me yeah, that's a two-horse race. At least in Portugal, there's three. Woohoo! Um, three. Well, no, there's only uh, one, bro. Boris is yeah, saying that uh, Andre Almeida won't be sold. He will leave for Verzin for free. Um, uh, Fabs is saying we can, we can pay another team to take Almeida. That would be good business. I, I agree. <laughs> so wait, but that doesn't... What was it? Magnitude said sell. Yeah, now we're paying? I, I, don't, I don't think we could sell him, though. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Boris also saying Seferovic got worse when JJ arrived. Uh, was he any good to start? Who's Seferovic? Yeah. Yeah, Seferovic was nice. I thought Benfica should have sold him after the Euro. 
Well, we thought they should have sold him four years ago when he scored 30 after the Joan Felix combination, remember? And they did it. <laughs> Cesar saying, uh, good day, mate. Hey, mate. Um, right back next year will be Tomas Tavares and, and, and uh, Gilberto. Or Gilberto Carlos or whatever you call him. Oh, TT. He's doing good. Yeah, he's at Fomalicão. No, he's at... Portimonense. Florence? Oh, it was close. No, wait. Is he in Spain? No, he's back in Portugal. He's back in Portugal? He's, I think, I'm pretty sure he's back in Portugal. So where is he at? Back in Portugal, bro. But he's, he's playing. He's, he's he's back in Portugal. I think no, he's at... He's at, he's at uh, I want to say he's in Switzerland. Fuck. Basso. No follows do Basso. He's at Basso. He's at Basso. Is, plays... is he at Basso? Yeah, I think that's where he is. And he, he's he's I been thought, a regular. Why, he's had why, a decent, why was consistent I thinking, season. Why was I thinking... Who am I thinking about? Why was I thinking he was in Portugal still? He was at Farense at some point. He was at Alaves last year. And then he went to Farense half halfway through the oh, season. Oh, okay. Okay. So and then that's now why. he ended up uh he ended up in Switzerland. Okay, okay. That's why I keep thinking. Uh how is uh that Nuno Tavares is doing great at Arsenal? I don't know about doing great, bro. They were he scored a goal last week, but they <laughs> they they wanted him off the field. They can't stand that guy. Uh I was on what we were. On one of those uh, Arsenal podcasts last year, yeah, and, and so I stayed in contact with those guys, and they called me all like, "Hey, what do you think about this guy?" Like, "Hey, man, he's awesome. Take him. Make sure you tell you you tell your club to take." I mean, look, he's uh, he's got a, he's one of those guys that's got the physical tools. But yeah, sometimes he just, he's just he was horrendous. I don't know. I don't know if I could they get beat Man United. He scored a goal and he was horrendous. Figure that one out. I, I don't know if I could get past him uh, the video of him tonguing tonguing the with the dog. He said it was. I, I thought to me that was that it wasn't was, him. It was over. It wasn't him. <laughs> but anyway, that's what they said. Um, so Tomas Tavares will be back next year, huh? Yeah, I think, so? I think so. I don't know. We rushed them into the first uh, team. See, see, that impossible. kid went right from the juniors yes. into the A team. Yeah, played like twelve games, I think, with the U 19s or so B team or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and one thing, and for those of you that have you know just been listening to us lately, one thing we used to talk about a lot. This goes back to 2015 when you and I were were at the Seychelles, mm -hmm. and we had a chance to speak to to the coach at the at the time, Elder Cristobal, whatever his name is, Cristobal, whatever. Yeah, remember Benfica, former Benfica center yep. back, national team player, Benfica captain, I believe, at one time, and he was the coach then, and. He's told us this, and it's funny because like a week later, he did a big interview on one of the TV channels um, talking about what it's like to, you know, to, to developing FICA players and, you know, what the, what do, what is it that players need to do and in order to get, you know, for Benfica before they deem them ready to play for the next, you know, the, the main squad, yada, yada, yada. And he told us, he told us in the interview as well. Um Minimum, they had a of minimum 80 games, of 80 games or something like 60 or 80 games. I forget what it is now. Minimum, minimum before the guys are ready to play on the main club. And then you fast forward a couple years later and you got guys making a jump after like 10 games. And then we're all wondering why they're not ready. I mean, I wasn't, but <laughs> a lot of people were wondering. And that was the year that Benfica were, were, was going for the Penta. Yeah. Yeah. And we sold Lindelof, we sold Ederson, Mit, uh, Mitroglou, yeah, and, and there was a disinvestment. Was Who's the other guy? Uh, Smith? Seferu, no, no, no. Uh, Lindelof. Uh, Lindelof, Ederson, Smith. Oh, Smith. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, they were all gone. Um, anyway. Yeah. Uh, real quick on Fomalicão. 
Famalicão Malikão needing the points, playing the lower block, Benfica having a, a hard time all season uh, beating the, the lower block. And it's amazing that after a whole season, you still can't beat uh, teams that play in the lower block, which is going to be 80% of the teams that you face in Portuguese 80. league. You're being kind. 87.5. All right. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like, uh, I don't know. It was just depressing. I think the the players have kind of uh, phoned it in. Um, obviously, they're going to get up for the Sporting game. Hopefully, they'll get up for the Porto game. Because last thing I want is Porto to be celebrating a style of luge. Um, but family count, there's there's no excuse. Porto plays at home next game. They'll clinch before they come. Well, Sporting needs to lose points for them to uh, to clinch. Next, oh yeah, next. because they lost now. There's, yeah, they got. There's oh yeah, six, I forgot. Six I don't point difference. Anyway. Yeah, they lost. I six forgot. point difference. They lost, and then the little Chihuahua yeah. was going. Somebody was forever. somebody was asking me today if I. Oh, it was Dave. Dave De Oliveira was not with us. Um, he was asking me if Porto had lost at Braga on purpose so they could celebrate at Salish. Absolutely not. I don't think so. If you've seen their reaction, well, they do this yeah, and every they, time they lose, they go nuts. Yeah. They, they wanted to And there them. was the streak also. Yeah, the streak was going on as yeah, well. Visibility streak, I don't, I don't all of that. that streak. I don't buy into um, that Yeah. You can thank a lot of referees for that streak. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Cesar, man. It's, it's so frustrating to watch a game and the little touches to get into the box. Just shoot the God damn ball, man. As bolas agora hoje em dia tem mais ar, bro. It hurts the foot when you pick it. <laughs> it hurts the foot. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's so frustrating. But anyway. We need a um, Isaías, bro. Shoot the shooter for, from everywhere, bro. Isaías also? Oh, Bruno Cesar, right? Bruno Cesar, shoot the shooter. Um, 15 points lost at Stadio Luz this year. Amazing. That's it. <laughs> How many did Verissimo lose? Is it more than JJ already? We need stats here. Dave, man, come on. Stop um, watching Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Hop on 15, a podcast. 15 points lost at Chadelouche. And when you look at that, that there's your explanation on why you're not more competitive in this league or why you're not competing for a top spot. Um, It's it's unacceptable at Chadelouche. Chadelouche used to be a fortress. Uh, where you, you rarely gave up points. Very, very rarely did you give up points. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Right? Pa, the only thing that is, is I'm counting down the days to the end of the 2022, 21-22 season, bro. That's what I'm counting now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Carlos is saying that the, what, there was a penalty that was uncalled. I, I got to be honest with you, Carlos. I don't uh, for uh Benfica. For Benfica. Oh. I don't think that's a penalty. And I'll tell you why. Uh, because it, it comes off another player and he's falling and his hands are kind of down to to brace his fall. Um but it's very, very tricky. And the fact that it comes off another player and then it ricochets off his arm is where the the call was made. Because if it was a direct hit then yes. But then again, we've seen those type of penalties being called at the Dragão, at the Alvalade, or any other places for where Sporting and, and Porto are playing. Uh, but in terms of the way I looked at I looked at it and the way I interpret it, I can't say 100% sure that that, wasn't a, that that was a penalty. So, 
What's everybody saying? If it, if there was Porto, it was a penalty, 100%. 100%, I agree with you guys. Uh, both Porto and Sporting would have gotten that call. Uh, Somebody earlier, oh, Sheik Marcelin asked about Martin Neto renewing. Um, I'm scrolling up. Yeah, I, I, I believe he'll renew uh, yeah. Sheik. I think he'll be back. The, yeah, Martin, uh, apparently from what I read, was that that is that was going to be a, a a done deal already that there was there was interest of another club but he was committed to Benfica that's what i read about uh, martinet have you guys seen that video or that picture of martinet to him and at the stands at the Seychelles next to a girl and the girl has uh, his hand on top of his uh, bulge have you seen that picture what? no i'll show you too show me show the <laughs> people watching listen. but uh but yeah but uh look i think that especially after this win I, and i know that sometimes uh guys will 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 get greedy in terms of um the money that uh that they want here's a picture yo look at this timo guy the, how old is he what is he like 12 he's young I know he's young. There she is. Jesus Christ. What was that? Recently? That's no, what, that wasn't recently. That's what I'm saying. That was a long time ago. He but, looks but yeah, I think this win in the, in the in the youth champions league, it a lot of uh a lot of agents are gonna be basically rubbing their hands knowing that their their players just went up in value. And some guys will get greedy, especially when it comes to uh renewal time with Benfica. I mean, we've seen the stories with Umaru Umaru. Umaru Balde, right? Umaru Balo. Balde, whatever. Umaru. I just call Umaru. him Umaru. Umaru. Um, there was a thing at some point with Tiago Dantas also that, you know, there was an impasse on the renewal. Um, so there was always, there was, there's always things that happen and usually, um, you know, they, they get, um, they get greedy, these agents. Um, so let's talk about the champ, this, this youth champions league. Eight, edi eight, ed eight editions, four final appearances, and Benfica finally grabs. They uh, finally break the goose. They finally break the and, and what a way to break it, right? I was um I actually went back since we were gonna talk about it. Didn't we play did we play Salzburg last year in the final? We played Salzburg uh I think two or three years ago. Oh, okay. And I know we, we played Salzburg Salz at some Salzburg. Point. Uh, but I mean, the group stage, and if you guys are, are familiar with the, the U Champions League, what happens is teams get matched up in the same group as the senior team. Oh, the, so yeah, Timo's putting up some crazy stats, but go ahead. We'll get to Timo in a minute. Continue. continue. Uh, but uh, Barca, Bayern, Kiev were in our group. Uh, we lost the first game 4 nothing to Kiev. And then after that, we're just, we just rolled over people 4 nothing to ba Barca, 4 nothing to Bayern. 2 nothing on the on the uh, away leg to Bayern, 3 nothing to Barca, and we finished up the group 1-0 uh, to Kiev. Uh, in the in the knockout round, uh, we played the uh, Midland, uh, 3-2, we beat them. Then we played Sporting 4 nothing, we beat Sporting in Alkshit. Then we played Juve uh, Juve in uh, in a, in a semifinal, 2-2, uh, we ended up winning on penalty kicks, but I don't even think that we deserved to get that two tube but you know we at, didn't deserve we didn't i, I think that if the red card really if, set it, us up yeah it set us up yeah, but we were playing a lot 
a lot better than of than course. Juve. So the red card. If we hadn't gotten a red card, I think Benfica would have gone away with the, you know a nice comfortable win. Yeah, but and then the final six nothing. So overall, twenty nine goals for Benfica, um, eight against. Fantastic. Who's that coach? Promote him. Hey, <laughs> coach. I don't even know. I seen name. an interview today. He said, uh, he I read it in whatever. I read an article. He said that if yeah, no, and, he, and he's right. And, and look, let's not get ahead of ourselves. There, there's, there's, there's definitely talent. I think that there's a lot more talent in terms of a team than individual, as as we have seen in previous generations. But right? There's levels. Right, there's levels. There's levels. And we and can't, because we, you can play at this level doesn't right. necessarily mean you can look. You, a lot of these guys will be professional players. Absolutely. Some of and them, no. Some of them play. They'll be professional realtors. No, no, most of these guys will all be pros at some point. <laughs> but will they be pros at Benfica or you'll be sent? Again, you're still a pro. There's no shame right. in that. But are you Benfica level? Even though you had a tremendous amount of success at the youth level, which is something that, you know, it's not to sneeze at. Right. But again, you have to understand that just because Benfica has won the Champions League, that you're not going to get eight or nine or ten of these guys on the main squad. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. If you get three, Jatash Kumatasort. Yeah. No, look, uh, the biggest thing is to put the kids through their paces, through their prog normal progression. Do not skip any steps. Obviously, there's kids on there that have exceptional talent. Yeah. Uh, the kid Moreira, um, Thiago Rouge. Uh, Tomás Rouge. Is it Tomás or Thiago Rouge? Bro, you have guys like Florentino. Enrique Rouge. Sorry, Tomás Rouge and Enrique Rouge. You, you have Florentino had tremendous success on the on the Benfica and the Portuguese national team. You yeah. had Jetson Fernandes. You have Jota and then João Félix. Out of that whole group, the only guy that really stood out was João Félix. And that has gone somewhere. That's really... that's No, forget gone. That's really actually done something yeah. in his career the other guys are all going through their ups and downs they still haven't established themselves anywhere right jetson had to go back on loan to a club on, and that's my boy but i don't even know the name of uh, no i don't even know the name of the club in istanbul the other guy went to jota went to Valladolid, and now he's he's a celtic right uh you have so many guys from that generation that really haven't panned out so like i said to you before just be yo if you get two or three it's already a good hole because, as I said before, playing at Benfica is not for everybody. And that's the problem that Benfica suffered with over the last five, six years, which is they have players on this squad that don't have the caliber or the qualidad, yeah. the quality to wear a Benfica shirt. You want to tell me they're backups off the bench, eh. but guys that start every single game, this is the result that we get third place. This is the result that we get 15 points lost at home in one season, which is something unheard of at Benfica. There is a reason for this. It's not just coaching. Coaching has been very subpar, but it's players as well. Because a lot of times, players make a good coach look good. Just go ask Rui Vitoria. All right? So, yeah, look, I... There's, there's, there's got to be a combination of, of, of yeah, these, and, of, of everything. Look, not, not. I think they do need to make a better job. Do they do need to do a better job of when promoting these kids to develop them more than what they've done to these yeah. previous kids? And that I will agree. With. You can't rush them. Okay. If you're not ready, you're not ready. Clearly, there's a couple guys. I think the uh, Diego Moreira. Uh, I think that he's, he's extremely interesting player. Um, 
Does he make the squad next year? I don't know. But he's probably going to be maybe a little bit too big to, for the B team. But I, I think a, 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 the kid with the with the drag lodge that plays on the wing, the really Moreira. Play, yeah, Moreira, Moreira. That, kid, um, that kid's got Jinga. But can he? But but he, he maybe he needs to he needs to play more time for the B team on the B team because here's the thing, and I talked to you about this prior to the prior to the podcast, right? Which is. I have no doubt that some of these kids are going to get promoted. They will be, you know, kind of like the Raujo, the, the 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 Gonzalo Ramos, the the the, the what's the other kid, um, the, uh, Paul Bernardo. They'll be there. How much are they going to play? Gonzalo Ramos playing a lot now, but how much are they really going to play? The thing you have to keep in mind, Benficistas and Freddies and everyone listening, is and I'm not telling you anything new here, right? We all know Benfica is going to go on three years without winning the Campeonato. Do they really have the luxury next year of hey, let's just develop kids? And lose another year, possibly mm -hmm. losing. Benfica is going to be under extreme pressure to turn this around. This you can't keep this going. Where we're not winning titles, where we're not being competitive, where we're you know 15 points off the lead. It's just something that's not suitable for Benfica. And so yeah. you're going to come into this this decision. You got to you got to make a decision one way or another. Yeah. You're going to play kids or you want to win games. And at yeah. the time, it's yeah. look. Unfortunately for a kid like Moreira, right, who's got all the tools. Look, man, you just play on the B team. It's still it's the equivalent of, you know, you're still playing in the second division, right? It's the equivalent of you maybe going to one of the smaller teams in the Portuguese league and playing yeah. 10 games. At least you have better conditions. And you're playing against men every single day. And you have better, yeah, you have better conditions. Um, if I did a luxury of playing the kids, no, they got to win from day one. Yeah, and, and let's I say that all the time. And, and let's not forget, Roger Smith's going to want to, is going to want to prove something. Uh, here's uh, we'll get into some of uh, Timo's stats. Benfica at home 10 3 and 3, away 11 2 and 2. Um, what else did uh, was Timo saying here under JJ? Uh, 15 games. Let's see, under JJ, 15 games played, eight points lost. So the other guy 17 points lost look at you know and at the time we kind of um we kind of criticized it here uh of you know if you're gonna get rid of jj bring somebody in that could make an impact i mean we all knew what Frisim was gonna bring and sure enough i mean aside from the european campaign that Benfica has had uh really i don't think Frisim surprised a lot of people and what he brought to the team domestically domestically he surprised a lot of people. He didn't. He didn't surprise. I mean, no, he surprised I mean, the people that he didn't. That some people thought he was, it was what he was. What you were expecting? <laughs> it's exactly what domestically he was. was what he was. He was what exactly we what he was the first time around when he came in yeah. from Lodge. That's who he was. Yeah. I, look, I I wasn't a big fan of um, of uh, JJ, as you guys know, but um, you know. Let's show this one by Timo. Under Verissim, a 16 games played, 17 points lost. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, Benfica goes seasons without losing 17 points. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's just, that is just ridiculous. So, I mean, well, like I said, that's 17 and, and, and 8, bro. Make the math. I look, I appreciate the European effort and how the team showed themselves in Europe. But domestically, man, was just, I think it was even more depressing than last year. So. Um, was it? Last year, we had the we had the built-in COVID excuse, at least. 
Yeah, at least last year. At least you had that. You know, whether whether or not you believed it or not, or you believed in, in the excuse or not, there was that ex- that excuse. Um, but I think that this year was just another it's just a miserable year from start to finish. I, I'm telling you, I think Benfica's cursed. We need one of those bruxos. Come in and kill a gal with my you already you already got the people on the payroll for that. No, that's Porto. Porto has a guy on the payroll, not mm-hmm. Benfica. Yeah, Bruno uh Bruno Gil Rodriguez is saying Roger Schmidt will develop a lot of those kids. Hey, hopefully he does. But don't feel pressured to bring up a kid too quick because you're looking to make some money off that kid. If he deserves Cristiano says this all the time. If you're good and you deserve a chance, regardless of your age, you're going to get that chance. Not you know, remember when we went to uh Turkey and we we played with uh uh like 10 kids or, or whatever it was and we when actually Laj, when Laj went into, yeah. into Turkey and Galatasaray it just it just average age of like 23 it, it, years old at the time yeah and people game. said here we're putting those kids on on the European window that's what we're doing and it just it wasn't no, but those kids actually gave results Bifico was able to overturn a, a eight point deficit to we to did but, but then we we but those guys actually no they, that was the the year after no the year that Laj went into Galatasaray was that the year that he won the yeah, championship? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It was the year that they won the championship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But look, like and I the said. The year after, the Kilke foi tudo. Roger Smith can can very well be a guy with an eye for young talent and be a guy that develops young talent. But like I said, if they're not ready, man, don't force them. Don't force yeah, them. You have to do a better job of evaluating kids. You can't just promote kids. You just like just like they have to do a better job of evaluating acquisitions. You can't just, you know, uh close your eyes and throw a dart and hope to hit something. You have to make sure because we can't afford to be playing players that aren't ready to play, whether they're young, old, whatever the case may be. Being good next season, they need to get off the starting gate. Uh yeah. and take off and never look back, man. They need to start from day one to 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 win games. Yeah. And they gotta turn this around because what's been happening with this club for the last three seasons has been nothing but negativity, bro. We gotta tra- change that and convert this shit into wins. Yeah. I um I agree with you, Cesar. I think that uh, you know, if if we're gonna be spending money on guys that we we really don't know if they're gonna be valuable or not, you might as well give time to the kids. And he mentions uh, the Maites and the the Gildias. Nah, I get that, man. I get that. And and oftentimes, you know, you have a, a, a highly professionalized scouting department, and you got to think that if you acquire a player, this player has been scouted a minimum, a minimum of four games. Some of them live games. And how do you, as a scout, don't recognize that this? player is not going to be good so i i don't i don't know it just it just it's it shocks me sometimes um so i don't know man one thing that pissed me off about the whole player acquisition this past off season was <clears throat> when you go out and you spend seven and a half, and i don't look i don't brag on the guy as much as you guys i don't think he's as bad as players some of you guys do think uh but when you acquire somebody, you pay seven and a half million for a guy like Mate. Right? And then he comes into your club. And you know what? I've praised JJ for a lot. I've also knocked him for a lot. But this is definitely one of the things I will 
knock JJ on and and then Fiverr get the, you know chance to speak to him. I'll, you know, you know, tough to make it so. I ask questions, <laughs> and and I'll ask him like I don't understand how you say okay, go get me this player. In this case, happens to be Mate but you can use that for Laza. You can use it for a lot of other players, right? Um, in different years and different teams, you can use this everywhere, right? I just don't understand how a coach okays a transaction, okays an acquisition, and then when they arrive, you never play them. Yeah. What the f- like? And that, that's what confuses me. What, like, what this the hell guy is, has had to have been scouted a minimum of four games, yeah, and I'm just saying without with, with, without even knowing what the process is like. A minimum of of four games, a lot of video, definitely live games. You have to know what this guy's made of. How do you how do you say yes to something, and then realize, or I don't oh, know, and sorry. then, and then come to the that. conclusion that oh yeah, this is not what I want. <laughs> like, that. you know, this is this is not championship manager. Oh yeah, let's just just go. Yo, let's bring it back to the last save. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I just yeah, so that's that's definitely. I hope that Benfica, yeah, I think Roger Schmidt and yeah. Louis Cost and everybody, they do a better job of uh, recognizing. Cesar is saying that Gouveia and and Bello are ready for the second choices of the first squad. I'm Um, and here's the thing, right? Uh, who do who do, I don't know if it was Famalicão, but everybody was because Rafa was hurt. Everton was uh was serving a suspension against uh, Famalicão. Uh, everybody thought that now all of a sudden these kids are going to get a call up. Mm-hmm. Umaru was was definitely a guy on everybody's radar, mm-hmm. and he never gets the call. He never gets the call. Uh, but Gove, I agree with you. Gove and Embalo will most likely be. So, hold on. so you got Gove and Balo, You got seven kids from the U nineteen. Nah, you no, got se- seven kids. So next year he's going to have fifteen kids under twenty. No, I, I would think that I I think I think Mureira. Maybe makes it to preseason camp. I'd, oh yeah, I don't doubt that these guys will be at preseason. Tomás Araújo, Henrique Araújo definitely make it. So that's two more. Uh huh. And then Govea and Embalo definitely make it. So that's six. Plus yeah, Bernardo. Preseason camp. Plus oh, Bernardo's already part of the team. No, but still, doesn't matter. He's still a young kid. Yeah. So you're gonna have like eight, nine. Ki- I doubt it. I I 100% seriously doubt it. We started the season with like 30 guys. It doesn't matter. Year. Those guys are there. They're there on paper, but they're not going to be part yeah. of the main squad. Look, I think... I have a hard time believing that Benfica is going to dress eight kids. I'm telling you, they're not going to do it. Yeah, they might have them in preseason camp and then nah, not, not, make, preseason. Not, not make the first cut. Bro, I made it to a Benfica preseason camp a couple years ago. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, bro. José Ruiz says Maite is not that bad. He's not that, he's not that bad. Look, he's just... He hasn't fit in for, for someone reason. He hasn't. He just plays at William Carvalho's pace. And William Carvalho's Portuguese national team started to this day. Olha aí, campeões da Europa. And Copa del Rey winner. Oh yeah, he just won it recently. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, look. Uh, as and just to put it, bro. Stone. You know, you know what boggles my mind is I see all these lists. People naming players that need to leave, need to be sold. You need to pay people to take. And yeah, I don't see João Mario on any of these lists. I don't get it. Well, we just signed João Mario to a, to Who a deal. Who gives a shit? He's dead. You're going to get rid of João I think that João Mario is going to be a good utility player. I don't think he's going to be a starter, especially what for utility? the Benfica that I envision. You're going to bring that dead guy comes off the bench when you're winning to win that resultado before you know you're 2-2? No, I think that... that he's got to go. I, I think that if JJ wasn't at Benfica, João Mario would have never uh, came to Benfica. I'm sorry? 
if JJ wasn't at Benfica, we wouldn't have gone and, and gotten Joe Mario. I, I tend to agree. I agree. But he's here and he needs to find a I, way to I think that, that he's Joe, not gonna stop him for I think Joe Mario's got he has something that he could give to this team. He had signed to give to Inter Milan. He didn't. He had signed to give to West Ham. He didn't. He had signed to give to whomever. He did. He, he had a very good to Russia. Start of the season. Good five games. All right, six and a half. All right, let give me the half. Let's meet in the middle. <laughs> six. Come on, dude. Come on. He's got to go. That's a guy that he's nobody. Make, he's is, making a pretty penny too. They love you. You guys love to poo poo all over my guy Tarap. And Joel Mario gets a tarap that he was free. He got him for free. And he gets poo-pooed on. Joel Mario, bum at like nobody says a word about this guy. I just I, I think Joel Mario could give a lot to this squad. I don't think See, he'll be an undisputed yeah, starter. He could, he could seven million dollars. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So anyway, so anyway, it, look, it's 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 great for Benfica to rec get the recognition. It's it's great for Benfica to be in the upper echelon of uh, of youth programs as Benfica has been. Uh, when you show up at four finals in eight editions of this competition, the the academy is something that you need to take into consideration. But you know what's even better than that? What is? Success on the main club. That's <laughs> yeah, the real, I agree that, with you. I, I agree one. with you. I agree with you. So there's there's talent there, obviously. Uh, but like I said, we have to be very careful in the way we introduce and promote these kids. So you got both the Rouge. Not happening. Yeah. Look, Tomas Rouge has already been with it. He's already played with the team this year. That's a center back. Uh, Enrique Rouge has already played with the main team. That's the forward. Yes. Yeah, he's... Yo, that dude, I like him. I like... You know what? It's, I'm going to tell you something about Enrique Rouge. They said he's the best uh, Madeirense player of uh, that qualidad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. It might surprise you. probably take off a lot of people. But you give me the option. Him or Gonzalo Rums, I take him. I'm with you. I'll take him over Gonzalo. We're gonna get banned. <laughs> Yo, it's a good thing that Elon Musk bought Twitter because we're not gonna get banned for because they block us. We're gonna get banned. Yeah, uh, Boris is saying uh, Jean Mario's JJ's biggest mistake for sure. Yeah, where's Boris from? Boris, Sweden. where are you from? Sweden, Sweden. Oh yeah, he's Swedish. Yeah, I think he's from Sweden. Yeah, look, I think that Jean Mario might might don't forget Maite was an express request by JJ. He gave away Tinu's minutes for Maite. Looking back now, and I know it's very easy to look back now. Red LeBaron is here. Sheik Marcelino's back. Uh, would you have, um, knowing what you know about Maite, would you have kept Tinu on a squad and not gotten Maite? Uh, I, I think the easy answer is yes. But... I think JJ would have used the team the way he used Maite. <laughs> you just would have saved seven and a half mil. That's, I mean, honestly. But I think you would have still used them the same way. Because, again, I, I like Fiorentino. I like him. But apparently, the guy has a hard time playing everywhere else he goes. So, I mean, there's got to be something about his game that's not adding up. And, yes, he's tremendous on the defensive side of the guy. He's got tentacles all over the play. But, unfortunately, in today's football, 
you need to be able to put passes together. You need to be able to go forward. That's today's modernized football. Back in the days, you would have been the perfect center. Like Feja. Feja today no trabalhava. Por quê? Because he doesn't have anything going forward. Feja was a tremendous tank, a, a stopper, a guy that interrupt every, you know, the, the, the passing lanes, interrupt the other, uh, of the other team's uh, control of the game, the other team's transitions, yada, yada, yada. The guy was perfect, a perfect player for that Benfica at the time. In today's football, where it's more about, how do I put it? You see more and more, uh, especially like forwards is still a little bit different. But from the midfield and the defensive side, you see more and more players that are, What's, what's the that, that are they're not just not not one trick ponies. They're not they're not one trick ponies. Guys they, that are they that, have to do more. Look 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 at our Alexander Arnold. He came up he, he came up as a ten in the Liverpool system and he's playing right back, right? right? And he's tremendous. You have a lot of these guys like nowadays. There's guys you can't that just have be your tools. destroyer. It, it doesn't work no more. You need to have something. In, in, you have in, to in give more. It's like. Same thing, a guy that a lot of the Benfiquistas absolutely loved, right? Which was, um, which was, um, uh, the Grego man, uh, uh, I know, uh, Samaris, Samaris, right? But there's a reason why he kept losing importance on the team because he's another guy that was very limited going forward. And so, bro, you have to be well rounded. In Florentino, I'm afraid there's something missing. And I like him. I yeah. like him a lot. And there's, you know, there's actually people that have questioned his drive. If this it's stupid, it's stupid to even mention, but you know, since he got married, that he lost his drive and yada yada yada. Sucks my cat. Home cooking ain't the same, brother. Yep. Don't hit the same. Nah. But um yeah, Red Baron makes a makes a good point, and that's something that we've mentioned here. Everything was planned well until Luis Fiera stopped the project and to bring in JJ because you agree with that? Win. What was planned well? No, I I thought that we were uh, we were getting, in shambles. We just we had Nosovrisim. We, we that was our coach. What was so planned? Well, we were getting. Look, I think that Lodge got hard done, and he got somebody's done. already mentioned that here. That okay. how many of us hope? Yeah, looking back, we, we wish we wish we wish he would have stayed. Yes, um, I agree with you, but he didn't, and he and he fell. He had a miserable second half of the year, and he got fired, and Verissim came in. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Red Baron, but what the hell was planned so well? No, it, I mean, look at it. We went from the year the year before, and I keep cutting you off, Alfredo, but I'm sorry. My memory starts, my starts kicking in. What was so planned? What was planned that was – so we go from winning the, 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 the three – not the three, the, 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 the – what Penta or three, whatever. We, we had a chance to win the, the Penta. <laughs> we won the Quatro. We got rid of the, the players. Tetra. The Tetra. The Treta. Yeah. We, we sold, like we said, ever before Everton, Smedu, right? Yeah. We didn't we didn't reinforce the squad. So, and that was yeah. then Vitoria gets fired, gets replaced by Lodge, and Miracle Season turns it around. Then he gets fired. So, what the hell? I mean, Red no, Baron, I, what the I, hell? I think that Red Baron is referring back to. From the time JJ left the first time, right, that Vitoria took over, there was a lot of kids that were promoted. And granted, we've we've had this discussion here many, many times. It was out of need. But out of that need, you need to have players that were ready. Uh, Ederson, Lindelof, Renat Sanch, Smith, all those guys came up and... And it was more of a promotion of youth than we had seen over 
JJ's years. So maybe that's what he's referring to, and I understand what he what he's saying. But you, I agree with well, you. You call it playing the well. I call it what what uh, weakening the squad because you, you started weaving in like all of a sudden we start going from made players to a bunch of players on a roster like Tomas Tavares, like we did, yeah. guys that yeah you were promoting it, but but the team they were not like so to me you were weakening the squad. It was it was so too, don't tell me anything about when, being when Laj took over and he and he promoted all those kids was too much. But I thought that Rui Vitoria no those kids Laj. It wasn't on the Lodge that they promoted. It was in the Vitoria. Lodge took those kids and actually, and actually, no, had, he, he, after, no. when he took over, he brought like six players from the no, from the B team. He didn't Lodge bring them. Did. He didn't bring them, Alfredo. You're, that's just like I said. What he did is he gave him an opportunity. Time. Gave him playing because João uh, João Felix was already there. He had scored in August. João Felix was already there. there. He was going to go to Maritim where Vitoria stayed. So he started playing Florentino. He started playing. Zota didn't play. He started playing Florentino. He's that really the guys that he played, the young guys that he played, and really took him to the next level. What Ruben Diaz was already playing. Ferro was already playing somewhat, right? The guys that he really gave time to and took him to the next level. I mean, let's call it his, yo, Juan Felix was it? Juan Felix took that to the next level. Yeah, and right. he made everything work. Yeah, but you know, you know, it, it, and sometimes it's good to use Juan Felix as an example, but you got to look at. A player of of John Felix's talent, man. That that's just something that doesn't come around um, every year. Um, but yeah, it, there was a lot of young players that were promoted during after JJ left, which was the direction in which we want to go to. But then we we almost we abused it. We promoted way too many players. I mean, the, the Tavares, the Tavares kids. I, I it, there's no doubt in my mind that they have talent, but they just weren't ready. Promote the Tavares kids. You picking up Carcellas. You picking up the other guy, the 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 the, the, the little guy, Midget. We became number seven. Serbi. And we no 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 no. Well, Serbi was, but the other guy, um, uh, he was from Arabia's, and we sent them back to Arabia's. Oh my God! Come on, guys, help me out what, on Twitter. The Brazilian guy? Yeah, yeah, Kai, Kai Lucas, Kai Lucas, whatever his name. Bro, we started picking up guys like <laughs> we went from getting Nico Gaitans to getting you know Carcellas, and Carcellas was a nice little decent player. Yeah. But that's that's what we started doing, bro. All of a sudden, Jetson had a first good run. Then all of a sudden, he started taking. Jetson was actually all right with 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 Lodge. Yeah. That's another guy that did all right with Lodge. All right, let's I mean, there's um, some guys, man. Let's let's start heading over here to the to the final stretch. Maritim is up this weekend, Saturday, 5 p.m. local at Stadio dos Barreiros in the in Funchal. Um, statements already been put out by Maritim telling fans do not wear Befica gear really? if you're going to be sitting in the main stand why? Uh, why do they do this why do these clubs it's do ridiculous this? if i'm being fika i'm never i don't care what player they got i'm never buying a player from them again i'm never I'm helping this you, i mean like, they, were, they already is, announced aside is, from the from the ticket prices of being 30 euros from what i understand for non non sausage of maritim if you're sitting in the main stand so not the the section that's uh, reserved for Benfica fans. Oh, I get it. You can't wear That's any Benfica, Benfica. And in today's yeah. world, that should not be accepted anywhere, no. bro. No. How do you tell people what that's to wear a, and what not to wear? That's a, 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 a Nazi thing, if I've ever it, it, seen just, one. If I, I'm telling you, if I'm Benfica, I'm never helping that team out again. No, I mean, but all these teams that do this many, to Benfica. How many teams do that? And if I'm Benfica, I'm never buying players from them again. Buying or loaning. Buying or loaning. I'm never helping out. Because a lot of times, if you could go pick up a player that we've seen under the other clown, 
<laughs> we'll never win. And then he takes a picture with him in a suit, and that's how we know they're never going to play for the club. But you, you buy a player for $3 million, which to Benfica is nothing, but to these teams, it's it's three years and, and worth that's of the other finances. Thing. I, I've never bought. Do you want to do that? I'm never. But doing the other that again. thing is that fans, and, and we know that there's a, a big contingency of uh, a big contingent of Benfica fans in Madeira. Fans should revolt, and they should make it a point because anytime these teams, the times that Benfica goes and plays at the stadiums is when they make basically make their their Your yearly money. Yes. money. Yes. So Benfica fans, what they should do is said, oh, you want to do that? All right, F you. I'm not going to go to the game. We're not going to the game. Let the seats be uh, yeah. be empty. Exactly. That's what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, but the problem is you got a lot of Benficistas that get their one opportunity a year to exactly. watch the team come. Exactly, because they don't like, travel Sheik to the Maslino, mainland. Sheik Maslino mentions this right now. He says Benfica gear is like an SS uniform now or something, shaking my head, <laughs> which I agree. This should not be accepted in today. I mean, it should not be accepted. Wear whatever the fuck you want. No, I agree. If I'm Benfica, I'm taking notes. Every club that does this. That's yeah, fine. I agree. Bro, I agree. look, it's not like they're buying a lot of domestic players anyway over the last couple of years, so fuck it. I'll just be like, uh-huh, I'm not buying. Suffer. I'm serious. Benfica's bailed out clubs over and over and over and over over the years with these bullshit purchases. A lot of times we might think that, you know, it's bullshit. We never into that guy's never gonna be, but there's reasons behind. They're actually helping out clubs. Believe me, I'm not trying to act like Benfica's mother Teresa here, but but uh, that but that's actually happened. And bro, I would take notes. I would not help out in these clubs. Anymore. No, no, it you know, and and when did the sport a sport that's the sport of the people, that's by far the most popular sport in in the whole wider world, become something of a segregation? Where it's almost like man to the right, women to the left. It's 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 so ridiculous, man. The one thing that makes me happy when I see it is when there's two fans wearing different colors sitting next to each other, enjoying each other's companionship and enjoying the game by themselves, sharing a moment as friends, regardless of who they support. And when clubs segregate fans or enforce the fact that fans can't express themselves by wearing the other team's colors, that is just asinine. It's totally that is ridiculous. It's unacceptable. Ridiculous. But again, it's the their league, stadium. The league should step in. They should I, say I it's understand. a joke. And again, as you said before, this is where they make their money. It's off these games against Porto Benfica and Sporting. If I'm Benficistas, I'm taking notes and I'm saying, yo, I'm going to go support the club at the airport, do what I got to do, yada, 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 and then I'm not stepping foot in your stadium. And then let their, you know, I'm, but, I don't know. I don't even know. Man. Just, I, but it has to come. It has to come. If the league is not capable of doing well, something, it has to come from the fans. Oh, and yeah. Benfica, also, Benfica could say, hey, we encourage our fans not to go if the prices are going to be that. And if you're going to be treated like that where you but can't express. The prices, I don't even mind. I understand. I know a lot 30, of people. 30 complain. euros? I, just, I, I don't. Like comer. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. If if 30 euros is a lot to you. and you 30 can, euros? It's a lot, man. It is, but, but if 30 euros is the difference between you eating or not, if I comer, that's what I'm saying. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that people that are going and paying 30 euros because they can afford it. Now, I don't mind. I'm being serious. It's kind of like called price gouging, right? But I get it. Like, yeah. This is the one opportunity where they can make a lot. So I'm not even going to kill the club for doing it. I'm more in a disbelief that they're actually making this dress code 
of formality. They, they're actually demanding that. I, that to me is where the district because the price guy, it is what it is. Just like you and I, if we got a product and it's good and it's good, there's a ton of attention and we're going to sell it, that's yeah. fine. I don't no, even mind right. that. I don't right. mind that. The thing that I'm on, and again, all these Portuguese fans complain, you don't have to go to the game. Nobody's forcing you to go to the game. If you want to go to a game for five bucks, oh, well, then go to a game for five. 30 bucks, you're not going to go. That's fine. They're within their right to price whatever right. they want. Right. So, but. But I, I just think enforcing it's forcing a dress code that to me is unacceptable. Yeah, no, it, it's just something. Uh, Muddy team is currently in seventh place. They really can't go anywhere else on, on the table. They're too far from Europe. Uh, and uh, Benfica also same thing, you know, uh, well, they Benfica, really can't go anywhere. Yeah, they could. They go to fourth. They go to yeah. They, if, they, if they keep if they lose the rest of the games, um, seven one uh, in the first round. Um, and as we mentioned, Porto can clinch with the win and sporting Did we losses. Do a, um, uh, prognostication the last, uh, no, we, we didn't, we didn't good because we all probably would have gotten it wrong. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think we were, I don't know, I think we were kind of high on the sporting game still. I would have said um, zero. Let me see. I don't think we did because I didn't, I didn't write it down, so we didn't. But what do you feel in this uh, Maritime game? My prediction? Yeah. Uh, 2-1, 3-1. 3-1 Benfica. Obviously. I'm going to go 2-1 Benfica. You stole my... Yeah. Well, well, you, how do I steal it? Is my boy that I play? Probably not. 2-1. <laughs> Everything's back. Rafa's not back. Um, creating a midfield that's my fear and and that's I the thing against that's uh, Famalicão as hard as uh, of a time that we're having there was no move made by Verissim early enough to put that up in the game because that up could have provided the, the spark on the offense that has been discarded bro honestly that's it that's it he's not playing again for the rest of the year yeah I don't think he's I playing think, again I think he'll play I don't think he's playing again I think he'll play. Okay. But, but maybe, you know, the future is Paul Bernard, so what, let's <laughs> give the minutes to Paul Bernard. Good luck. I thought Gonzalo Ramos had a, had a fucking horrible game against Famalicão. Probably the worst game that I've seen him play for Benfica. Very, very bad. Could not make a pass. Uh, could not get, a, you know, a run right. It was just awful. Simo saying 3-1. He's trying to be like me. Cesar saying 3-0. Uh, for me, Boris 1 1. <laughs> Boris saying Andre Almeida was scoring the last minute. Yeah. Boris, Boris is saying that uh, Benfica need uh, one more win. Yeah, that's what I said to you before when you third. said they can't go anywhere. And I said, Yeah, they could. Yeah, they they're the difference to Braga is nine, and, and there's nine points to well, compete for. They don't really need one more win, they just don't need Braga to win every game, also. Yes, Boris said Almeida score a known goal. For the equalizer. Fuck. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm. Uh, I'll be honest. Does Neto man. get a game? I'm. I'm. <laughs> Martinet. No, 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 no. The, the the backup goalie. The backup goalie. Elton. Elton. I said net. Why the hell did I say net? I don't know. I said net. What else? El Elton net. Oh, no, late. Late. Yeah, late. Yeah, exactly. No, no, Elton. No, Spilar. Three one. Three one for who? Maritimor, Benfica. Because are you doing it back? I'm, I'm with you. Cesar says zero three. So that's the correct way. Yeah. The first. So Cesar's right. I don't know. I, don't I should. I we should. We should have said one three and one two. Yeah. I also, I say one three. Yeah, but George, Jose, Rouge, get, make it. Bye. 
Is it 3-1 or 1-3? He's going to say 1-3. No sé, pa. Maybe his mother is. Oh, good call. Oh, uh, 1-3. He did say 1-3. Yeah, no, 1-3. <sighs> All right. Well, yeah, man. It's been fun. It's been yeah. better I, than talking about the, the boring football. We can't wait for this season to be over, man. It's just been I'm just, very told. It's not even about waiting for it to be. I'm just excited. I'm anxious to see. My anxiety is to, to see what it is that we put together for next season. Yeah. Seriously. I, I, I agree with you. I I hope not to be disappointed. I'm 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 feeling good about the coach appointment, even though it's not official, but I'm feeling good about the, the decision that that's been made. And again, look, if it wasn't if it wasn't something that was already firm, both the club and the coach would have denied it. And there hasn't been an official denial. Um, I think the club did say there hasn't been a contract signed with Roger Smith, which is the truth. Hmm. You can have an agreement and not have pen on paper, uh, especially when the, the guy is still finishing a season. But maybe there's already an agreement. Um, I don't know. What are you saying? I wish I could spend some time in Madeira. Would be awesome. That makes I've never been there, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking to one of these days to visit Madeira and the Azores Islands. I know that Cristiano is not welcome. And Azores, no. Azores, I've been... Yeah, there's a big picture of me with the do not enter symbol over... I think you're going to have to go to a Portuguese kid, to the Portuguese kids and ask for their permission to enter Azores. Those guys are too cool for us. They're too cool for us. Yeah, we. I think we asked them like eight years ago They're to come on. They're That's why. So what? They like making money. They like being famous, right? Well, you don't pay, you're not going to pay them. No, no. But I'm saying by coming out and getting recognition. They're in union... Uh... Uh, in a couple of weeks, I think. Union, New Jersey. Yeah. Where Union? The PAC, the Performing Arts Center in, in Union. There's a Performing Arts Center in Union. I didn't know that either, but I saw their poster. Maybe they fucked up. I Maybe don't they know. meant North. <laughs> the New Jersey PAC is a little bit too fancy for them. They've, they've done the uh, Sport Club Portuguese. Yeah, but what PAC? There's a PAC in, in Union? It could be an old abandoned theater. Maybe that would where they're ah, gonna be at. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. But those guys, if they want to get publicity, come in, come on a Bifiga podcast. It's free publicity. But yeah. whatever, that's cool. We don't big shout we out. We don't want anybody that want to come with us anyway. So. Yeah. Speaking of coming on, big shout out to uh, Gonçalves and Continue. They got uh, easy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Easy is on their show uh, just this past week, a couple days ago, I think. Well, yesterday. Yeah, big so, Michael. Kudos to them. Michael and the boys, man. Good job. Make it moves. Yeah, phenomenal. He's a, he is what else? That's it. That's it, man. We got to go. We got to go. Got to go. Freddy's, it was a pleasure being with you guys and seeing you guys type and Yo, be interactive. Timo, Timo said I'm invited to Azores. So oh, it. Timo. Yeah. yeah come on. They like if if Timo, if Timo could give you the, the, the key to the city. He's asking how much do you miss Peasy? This is from Jose Rujepa. A whole lot. Holy cow, man. He's not I, even playing at Bashaki. Dude, if he's not playing there... And he wants to play for Benfica? What's going on over there? Yeah. I hope we just send him to Braga. Why? We'll we'll send him to Braga. No, send him to Poland. I don't want him in Braga. He's when he's on. No, he we'll get Musrati from Braga. Maybe we'll include him in the Musrati deal. Busy goes out. Chiquinho. They're still mad at us for sending him Chiquinho. <laughs> they let Chiquinho go halfway through the season. Remember, people are actually clamoring. Chiquinho should play over top. Oh my God! Holy God! I know you say like there was a there was a Chiquinho fan group, fan club. Well, vamos embora. Ta-da!
up. Anybody should play over top. Take care, everyone. Hey. Thank you, this. Ah, okay. I touch this. You don't touch this. I do it. Peace out, everybody. Thank you.